sucked in Graham Henry. The Wallabies are back, baby, with a win. How you like me now? <laughs> yeah, that was the uh, fourth round of the Rugby Championship. You're listening to the Green and Gold Rugby Report Card with myself, James, Blake and Richard, the usual companions in this rugby cartel. Yes, that's it. The rugby cartel. <laughs> we just finished know, watching good. Narcos. So. <laughs> There's maybe some Spanish spoken. So yeah, thanks for tuning in again, guys. Two big games to review this weekend. The Wallabies v Argentina and the All Blacks doing their thing again and crushing South Africa to take out the rugby championship. Mm. It's, it's decided now, isn't it? Two rounds left already decided. Australia is second in second place. Sitting, sorry. Mm. We'll take that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we will take that. <laughs> <laughs> Who will be the team to win an away game out of the three of them? Who's yeah. going to win that one game to finish second? Yeah. Uh, so what do we think, actually? We, you, you mentioned it right at the, the top. St- it's his comments. What, what do you think about it? Do you love it because it's the banter, or do you think, what are you doing, mate? John Henry. Yeah. He's an, he's an informed guy. So for and those he's not too far from the mark. So for those of you who don't know, Graham Henry's came out and said this is the worst Wallaby side he's ever seen. And what's he, 300 years old? So he's seen a lot of them. Um, <laughs> I guess my initial reactions were, ooh, I think he's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. But when he was coaching as well, he was playing some of, the, some of our best teams over the last decade. Mm. So I guess what he's saying is kind of on the point. Dude, it's been woeful, man. Are you agreeing with a Kiwi coach who's just slicing you know what? the two? I'm not. I'm not. No, <laughs> there you go. I knew, I knew that was coming. Yeah, I, I think, um, especially after uh, last night, an amazing win, bonus point victory, won by two converted tries, with the penalty count the nah, 200 to 1. Did we watch the same game? Dude, they played 10 minutes, scored their three tries, and then they decided to sit on their asses for seven. No, then they dug in, mate, and defended like champions. <laughs> Why Wayne Barnes continually penalise them? I'm loving this 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 positivity coming out. Oh, mate, I love morning. it. I love it. I think I think it was great. I yeah. think it was. I honestly think it was fantastic. I, I I don't know what we expect to win by. I'll take a 16 point win with mm. five tries any day. Mm. Let alone when you got two guys in the bin. Mm. We're not. You know. You don't dominate at international rugby for 80 minutes. We dominated at the key moments, and we dug in for the rest. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm happy. Dominated for the key moments. What were those moments? The first 10 minutes, man. <laughs> 21 points. And every time they look like scoring, the boys absolutely dug in. Yeah, but that's how Argentina plays. Sorry, I just had a sip of tea, but they can't, they can't, they always push the last pass. And they definitely didn't have their best 15 out there with the absence of Landajo, in my opinion, and Hernandez obviously injured. And they were pushing it, and they felt like that's what they needed to do, and they just can't do it, man. They can't do yeah, it, it against South Africa, they can't do it against New Zealand, they couldn't do it against us. So they aren't the best Argentinian team we've seen. But uh, you, can, you, can only beat, you can only beat who you play, mate, and we beat them by a bonus point. Oh, no, tries. dude, we won. I don't want to be Neg Nels. Neg Nels at all. You said Neg Nels, man. It just, just wasn't a great performance, man. And I reckon South Africa would have beat us yesterday. I Nonsense. Argentina would have beat South Africa by 20. They're atrocious. Let's just focus on the fact that that's two wins in a row. How does it feel to win two in a yeah, row? It's two great. Row. It's great. However, you're right. Absolutely right. If you if a couple of those those one-handed offloads, those just extra passes would have stuck, you're absolutely right. Argentina gets over the game line and, uh, and and potentially makes it more difficult. But you're right. You should look at the positives and say that you're going to win. And a couple of things. I was really impressed with how how easily Argentina, uh, Australia in the first half were managing to get over the game line. They just got over that front foot rocked out a little bit better and, and, and set a really good platform in that first 15 minutes. Why did it, it stop? It wasn't 15 minutes, it was 10. Okay, why did it stop? Um, I think we just didn't have the ball. 
And then, um, I, you know what, I thought Wayne Barnes had a pretty good game as a ref, but he'd obviously decided to be very, very hard on the breakdown. So pilfering the ball became hard. Argentina decided not to kick it. So we had to play with, without a lot of football. And I think that confused us. Um, and without a long kicking exit strategy, we found it very hard to get out of our own quarter. Mm. So I think while we had the ball devastating, then their tactics of ball in hand and their ability to be disciplined with that uh, we found really, really troubling. They got tired in the second half. Big time. In the, first, in the first half. In the first half, did you actually... I actually thought, and I may be wrong, but in the first half as well, I, I saw a bit of a change. I don't actually think you competed that hard at the breakdown at times. It was only it was Pocock going over it most of the yeah, time. And the I only, thought he was doing rather well. He was yeah, doing he's, better than he's done so far. Yeah, he still gets his arms on the floor a bit too much, but that's, I think that's what he was probably pinged for. But I just didn't think you... It was. I thought it was a change, potentially, from what we've seen over the last one. Because, and because you didn't compete that hard at the breakdown, your line speed was a lot quicker. I don't know. Thoughts? Uh, I think, the, obviously, the tactic, maybe the Graham Henry comments, fired the boys up, came in 10 minutes, a few things went our way, like that shoddy kick that resulted in the Karevi try. Yeah. Just um, went our way, capitalised from there, really ran off that momentum. Mm. And then, as Blake said, once the ball was taken out of our hands, a bit rattled. But mm. when we did get it, we were in bad field territory, and they just kicked it. So mm. they kind of, yeah, they, they left with short options, maybe it was their game plan, but they were choosing at the same time not to do the most with what they have. Oh, and then Argentina can just fucking retain the ball on attack a hundred times better than we can. Oh, absolutely. A hundred yeah. times better than and, we can. And do you know what? It surprised me that they didn't work as around the fringes as what, as uh, get quick ball around the fringes as much as what they could have done. Uh, didn't you not think that Argentina tried to go a bit too wide, a bit too often, instead of that slow pick-and-go round every time? And if they they'd look have... their best with a pick-and-go. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But and they probably they... seen New Zealand players, and then that's where they were getting all their tries. But they didn't. I, yeah, if they'd have continued to do that, I'd, I think they'd have been a lot more successful, and they'd have, they would have scored more tries from it. But mm. I don't yeah, know look, why they didn't do I, it. I think it goes without saying. The Wallabies' exit strategy struggled, and mm. the Wallabies struggled um, to kick it out of their own 22 and, and get some healthy territory to play the game. But be that as it may, we've won with five tries. Oh, yeah. Mm. No. Against a tier we one all, We all tipped side. Australia. It all, this weekend, much like last, went to script. Yeah. I tipped these seasons 14. Go, yeah, they did what they did. Script. I'll take it. No, that's within seven. And I said 13 and 19, didn't I? Like I think you said I close. think within, yeah. I think you were. Yeah. I, I probably entered close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what do we think of uh, some of the, you know, yes, you won two games, but still those combinations. The fact is that you picked another second row in there again. You know, probably again for his extra muscle and work around the pitch. Was it was it a success? And, and no, also... I, I, I really didn't agree with the selection. O'Kearnsey said it at the start. He said it's not because Simmons has played well. It's because Douglas apparently has played that shit. But I don't really see it. Mm. Yeah. The lineup hasn't been working. Maybe you needed a change. But it, it makes me—it makes me laugh at the fact that there's a guy who who did function in a lineout was the fact that the one constant that hasn't changed in that lineout is still Stephen Moore, and he's the one who at times is underthrowing it. Yeah, we, you know what? If you want, well, yeah, it, I guess for me like, on the Simmons point, I couldn't make heads or tails of it. No. And, Even watching him around the park, he eh? struggled around the park. However. Our lineout was fantastic. I know Coleman's making the calls, yeah. but if if it's been Simmons that shored that up, awesome. Then he deserves his spot. That's your primary role as a second role. But are you saying that the counter argument is that you're playing the the third weakest, and they're not weak? Let me clarify first. But they're the the least 
of the the best lineouts, if that makes sense. Like so, uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. New Zealand's lineouts are so defensively strong. They read them, mm. they get the guy up quickly and try and nick it. Whereas Argentina are not quite as good at that. So oh, is that maybe that's right. That's what you'd have to look at. Did Simmons win us our lineouts? Yeah. If if he did, full credit to him. He deserves to be there and again. If he didn't, he doesn't do enough around the park to so take he, Arnold or Douglas any day. So if yeah. he, if if it was down to him, put your money where your mouth is right now, and you pick the same eight. Obviously, Pocock's injured, but we'll, so we'll, yeah. we'll move on to that in a second. But you, you pick the same type five, yeah? Yeah. yeah. If if you can credit him to the lineup, I know mm. Coleman was making the calls. Mm. Coleman was immense. He's been fantastic the last couple of weeks. Um, so, I, for me, it comes down to how involved was he in the lineup? I reckon strong. Coleman's form probably pushed the Simmons selection. They must have identified that, like, obviously the lineouts haven't been working, and Douglas and Coleman are two aggressors. That's like their biggest trait like that's what they're picked for and if the lineout's not working with two aggressors well maybe the commons more more in out of the two and they just needed someone who was just gonna solidify that lineout and simmons was the pick and if that's the case good pick because yeah. we scored twice off set piece coming off lineout and it's amazing that it's if true. you do have confidence to go to the back of the lineout or secure a good ball yeah. actually you look far more yeah like blake was saying the time is doubled if you throw to the back within the 20 yeah and the thing is it allows you know um quay to drift out wide draw the man get on the outside shoulder put um it happened twice i think put someone through a gap it's, yeah, not, not, not to mention we we won this game with seven uh, 28 percent possession mm. imagine if our line out or scrum didn't fire mm. is it lucky the set piece fired mm. and, and you know what i'm talking about the scrum actually i was frustrated you talked about way way once and I'm, I'm a i'm a fan of his generally he's a, he's a good referee but i got really frustrated by his refereeing of the scrum uh, of the scrum very quick on the whistle yeah well three points one very very quick two i know he just wants the ball out of there at times and just get rid of it but it, it it doesn't obviously allow the the dominant team to actually use that as a as a threat and three times i, I really did think he wasn't 100 percent sure what was going yeah, on yeah there was once or twice he even he went started yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And, and i just want a contest i love you know the set piece is such an integral part of it and we've already talked about the lineup but the scrum is the same thing you know you open up the field you drag everyone in and you get you allow your, your backs to do it and your back the australian backs are better than the argentinian so yeah. it just frustrated me there wasn't as good of a contest there as what it could have been and to be fair as an Aussie fan we were dominant yeah the more contests we have the more pay we get from it mm. there was a few times where it went down but it's close enough to the back. You just let it play. Yeah. Well, we probably deserve the penalty. And their last try, there's no way that that was their scrum penalty to set that up. No. Where they've gone the rolling ball. And then on the other side of the coin, Co brought, <coughs> blatantly brought one down and he yeah. gave you the penalty. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. that was that was I was just frustrated with 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 that. And but I'm, dude, we're gonna do this. We're gonna be talking about this exact same thing yeah, in ten true. years. You know. Yeah, you're true. It's, it's true. yeah. It's a, it's in, just what uh, until is. they make. The, honestly, the solution is a full-time video ref whose job mm. is solely scrummaging, and mm. he just feeds to the ref. Mm. And they've got three cameras, three screens. Dude, what's sides, George A.U. doing when he's not referred to, like, he's directly? He's, he's chilling out, he's hey? Beer, George, he just he's occasionally goes, yeah, maybe a neck roll, have a look. Yeah. Nah, she's right. And let's be, let's be honest, when they, when he go upstairs, he comes back down, he has a look at all of it, and then the referee goes, well, this is what I yeah. see. Well, if you, that's what you yeah, see, dude, what were you doing? The tour was in the town earlier in the week, and the talk there is that George Ayub doesn't actually attend the games. He's oh, sitting really? at home doing the is video referee. the town? Yeah. I heard that at the town. He's watching the same coverage we are and just texts in when he reckons <laughs> something went the wrong way. Nice, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Um, so a couple individuals, I think uh, Will Genia is at the peak of his form. Good, yeah. Circa 2012 Genia. Mm. First game he was slow, he looked mm. unfit, we I think rightly criticised yeah, him. Second game he looked very good, last yeah, game he yeah. looked world class. Yeah. 
Um, we were missing right. him against uh, in the English series. Massively. Big time. Massively. His control. Um, we would have won if he was there. <laughs> <laughs> you like Graham over there. <laughs> the, other, the other big thing in this was um, Reese Hodgman defensively. Mm. He's, like, everyone would have noticed it, but yeah. Jesus... Yeah, they've said it a million times, but he's going to be the Wallaby 12 yeah. for, a, for a long time. He was a 5'8 growing up. We know he's got the ball skills. And the pace. Got the boot the to the get boot. an exit strategy. So you only play now, if you think about it, you, you go to Europe and have the Grand Slam Tour. You've still got to play Argentina and South Africa. So that's, you know, what, seven games, and then you've got to play New Zealand once. Mm. Is this the time to, to put Reese Hodge in at 12, or is this still too soon? No, I reckon these combinations are just working out. His first season... Are you still happy with the, 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 the cooper Foley combination right now? I don't think it's the long-term solution, but I no. think it's the current solution. With mm-hmm. a lot of 12s injured, with Reese Hodge still doing his apprenticeship yeah. and, and finding his feet in international level, probably needs a season at 12 at the Rebels mm-hmm. before you throw him in He's the... defending at 12, though, isn't he? Yeah, to cover for Quay. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's great, yeah. but it's attacking at 12s is... Well, Very really different. Mm. Do you think, think he offers enough? Sorry, interruption. Do you think yeah. he offers enough? If you play uh, him at twelve, and then whether it's Karevi and Karevi's in the team on merit at the moment, and he plays thirteen, is that too? Is that not because they're not similar? I'm not saying that, but is that enough football in the midfield? Yeah, Hodge is a five eight, and when yeah. you've seen him play there at the Rebels, he's a playmaking ten. Yeah. It's just when he plays on the wing, which we're watching him now, he uses his size and his pace. Yeah. Um, I think when he moves infield, yeah. he'll have that playmaking option. Fantastic. So, what do we think of Quaid's form? Once <coughs> again, avoiding contact at all costs. Kicking, but, the, ball, um, kicking the ball away random at times. Doing just random. to avoid contact. Yeah, like what? Can the... throw an inside ball though. Yeah. Without looking. I tell yeah. you what, puts it on a dime every yeah, time. Absolutely. Everyone is sick in case saying but when he takes it to the line, front football, Jesus Christ, no mm. one can put someone else in a hole like Quaid. But he only him. does that when he's got an inside and an outside yeah. runner. When it's kind of like you, the point is to spread it through the hands, and that he always drifts. And that's the point in which he does it. And I actually, give credence to your point, actually, that your biggest threat is, is, is Falau. And Who had a rubbish game, well, by his standards. By his standards, yes. But the, the, the Cooper-Falau combination, for whatever reason, you would have thought that Falau has is, is got enough acumen and game management around him to pick the right hole, etc., it doesn't seem that Cooper can be able to put him in that hole. I don't no, really that, understand why. And I, that was, yeah. that was, I know that was your point, and I was just agreeing with it completely. Like, wh- Why do you think that is? It's very strange that they can't seem to put it together. I think maybe Falau's usually getting it early mm-hmm. because he assumes the guys on the inside's tactic is throw it to Falau, mm-hmm. whereas Quaid's more, no, 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 I'll hang on to it until you're in a hole, mm-hmm. and they just can't get that timing right. There's two or three drop balls, there once was. or twice not pass. Yep. Um, if they get that right, yeah, dude, they'll be dead. I see a blueprint there too. I see something that can work between those two. They just haven't played a lot of football yeah. together. Does that stay there? 13 at the Reds next year. There you go. So moving forward to those, you know, um, autumn tour, etc. do you continue to play, as you say? I know right now, just want a definitive, you still play Cooper and and Foley right now. I think you just got to stick with You've won two on the trot, what are you going to change it for? Yeah, and there's just no one else fit banging down the door. If you had Gitto fit, Leofano fit, I'm wishing him all the best. Mm. Um, all, be all fit. Um, Horn fit. He's, he's going to be fit. Um, you have all those guys. For, for the spring tour. Yeah. Bill. Yeah. Well, that's mm. exciting. But fit in terms of game fit. What do the Wasps have to say about that? They can't really say much. It's an, it's an international window. They have every right to be able to pick them up and play. But their season started, correct? Yep. Not in the fine print there in the contract? 
I have no idea, but as far as I'm aware, the ILB says that if during that international window, if an international is played outside of that window, but if a, if an international team re requests you to come and join the, the squad, you don't really have a choice. Well, I like that. Unless you retire. Well, yeah, unless you retire, yes. Yeah, which Bill won't. No, there was an article recently saying he's doing his two-year thing, he's coming back. Yeah. No. The only issues that sometimes arise is when England have played an extra game outside of the window, and mm. therefore then the clubs have every right to not, to not release them. Mm. Um, yeah, furthermore on this game, McMahon's impact was immense. immense. His charge and Pocock's broken his hand now, so he's out for the rest of the championship. So they, uh, they increased their MMs, yes? The, the McMahon minutes. The McMahon minutes. The, the MMs. MMs. The MMs. Is that a thing you guys did yeah, when I was in there? McMahon minutes. I don't know last what week. This is last week. They was needed it? to increase the MMs. The MMs, mate. The MMs were up this week. Yeah, it was. Do you know what? There was just that one moment in where he literally felt like he had four Argentinians hanging off of him, and his legs were, right, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. And and not one. And I can't think of any other occasion. Yes, they were tiring, etc. But his front, the, the front football he gave was was yeah. awesome. It really does yeah, set up. Was huge. Mm. Huge immense. Is he the natural then? Because Pocock's going to be injured. Um, you moved you you move him into 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 a flanker wing forward the, or. But who do you then pack down at eight, and who plays that position? It's a really interesting one, because you think the Tamani experiment is preparing for no Pocock. Mm. Let's go a traditional eight, mm -hmm. a guy who can jump at the line out, a guy who can ball carry. Yeah. And as soon as Tamani came on, they used him as a ball carrier. Yeah. That's the blueprint, that Vunapolo monster so eight who can jump, but... Does that then stop? as good as McMahon. No, but the it's issue not. is if you're no providing... Way. But if, you're, uh, if the eight is then able to jump, then that then reduces the need to have mum, who's the jumper at six. So, Shit, yeah, so therefore you it's can. Cold. Yeah, so you then can have McMahon at six and Hooper at seven and Tamani at eight because you've got the extra because Pocock doesn't jump. So you got Tamani as the as the jumper at eight, no? Yeah, that 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 could be the solution to that. And then there you're back three. And mum goes. See ya. Yeah. Mm. I, and look, I was a bit harsh on Mum a second ago. So shit. But he, he's all right, Mum, but he's not... Um, he's hot and cold, isn't he? He has yeah. one blinder every five weeks. Off the but, bench, he's always strong. But other than that... I the mean, Mum minutes. The Mum minutes. The <laughs> MMs. <laughs> um, other than that, Fadi's better around the park. Yeah. Fadi's more likely to give away a penalty, though. But I yeah. guess, do you want that person but maybe constantly we, towing we, the line? We have more ball last night if Fardy's on mm. the field. We don't have to play with 28%. Mm. Um, I don't know. But then that's the issue. You don't go with either. If you're going to pick one, because if Hooper's the, the shoe-in and Tamani's your eight now, you only pick one of, of, of McMahon, Fardy or Mum. And I think it's quite an obvious decision right now. If you, if you, if you want front football. Yeah. It's just whether Tamani's got the fitness. Mm. To, to play 80 mm. um, if he does there's a even if he doesn't it'd be interesting if he doesn't if he say he's going to play 60 minutes who do you have on the bench coming on yeah is that is that where you keep McMahon for those MMs because <laughs> they're, they're big MMs they're big MMs I don't know it's an interesting one and there was talk with New Zealand when we get to them those was that in the town talk of the town mate right, okay. they're talking about running Matt Todd on yeah. and keep Artie Savia for those AS minutes it doesn't work at all <laughs> no it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> the uh, arse minutes. The arse <laughs> minutes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, that's right. But um, also, what do we um, just think about the, the the whole game generally? You know what? They wanted to play at a real high tempo game, but it, did we? Did we? What were your thoughts in regards to lack of structure and lack of real core skills at times? Was that due to the fact of just current level of a performance, or because they were trying to play a hundred miles an hour? I think low possession. When you don't have much Both ball. teams as well, by the way. I'd yeah. No, I think Argentina held on to it pretty well. Mm. Just when they're in a hole, they panic a little bit. Yeah. 
Um, but I think for Australia, it was low possession. Mm. It's that, holy shit, we've got it, we need points. Mm. So you'd push the pass, you'd throw mm. a shit kick. Um, but you can fix that up. You can yeah, fix that up. That's not the end of the world. What no. do you do if you're Argentina? Because they had a challenging game against South Africa in South Africa. They beat South Africa in Argentina, and then they Salt stood their time for 57 minutes against New Zealand, and they've come out here and were never really in a winning position. I think... What, what is that? I think it's a long season. Yeah, I was just about to say it's, it's going to get longer. For them, not only is it is it uh, we mock you before for saying it, but you do have a point in regards to at this level, travel is such a huge thing because Argentina is screwed slightly because they played in South Africa, then they've travelled all the way to Argentina, and okay, it's not in inverted commas not that far from Argentina to New Zealand, but then you, you you're consistently travelling. I've done that flight, a, man. It's pretty far. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> far flight. It's a far flight. Uh, and then you go from Argen- then you're going from New Zealand to Argentina, and I just think it caught up with them. Yeah, I just think it got to that point where it's just like, oh, we've already we've already played a super rugby season where we we've, we've travelled a lot. Now we're consistently travelling. From now, we're now going to go to over to Europe yeah. as well. On their own request, though, that's a home game for Argentina. Completely, yeah, and they're going to make a shitload of money because Twickenham will have eighty to ninety thousand people inside. It'll be a great atmosphere yeah. and. You know what? They'll make a lot of money from it, and it will try and widen the the game for them. And it might help them. Uh, are they going back to Argentina? Do you know? Are they yeah, staying there no, for the going European? Back now. Yeah. No, no, no. Are they going back once they're in London? Are they then going back, or are they staying in in London? I've got no idea. They don't have a scheduled game post that, so I reckon they'll stay. Yeah. I think um, what's really tough for them is they don't have the squad mm. of the other. Their best fifteen players can hold it sixty minutes against the best in the world. Probably not eighty. They don't have the bench, and then they certainly don't have the squad. Mm. Rugby championship, you're going to lose two or three blokes. And <clears throat> when they lose three, four guys, they don't have the personnel to come in and, and fill the spots. Even last night, they're missing some players. Mm. And they just don't have the expert across the 30, especially with the European mm. guys not coming back. Yeah. Do you think how long will that, will that experiment in inverted commas last? You know, they've all said that if you want to play for Argentina, you should be playing other than, I know there's a, for Roche Aguares. Do you think that'll continue to happen? I reckon or? they will uh, keep that until the next World Cup with the year that leads into the World Cup will be mm-hmm. when they suck everyone back. Yeah. And yeah. they'll all play for the Aguares and, you know... Ideally speaking, that'll be their best year. Mm. And I think beating the box justifies it. Yeah. If they lost every game in the rugby championship, oh, you got to start asking some questions. You can't mm. just shut and lose everywhere. The fact that they won mm. and they've held their own for a half in every other game, mm. um, I think they're okay. Some yeah. die stations. That's fair enough. Mm. Do you think that they and. and it is pretty much as we say. Who is gonna? Who is gonna finish second? And all jokes aside, it's going to take one team to win away from home, probably. Yeah. So, is your money on the fact that it's going to be Australia now? Because that Twickenham game, you, you like playing at Twickenham, unfortunately. I think okay. we're bonus points up, um, and I think yeah, we should beat Argentina and Twickenham. Yeah. And the optimist in me says we can beat South Africa and South Africa. They're fucking awful. They are. They're particularly good. And I know at the start of the podcast, I was like, they beat us last night, but I was just trying to stir shit. They're <laughs> horrible. <laughs> They're real bad. Should, on that note, should we jump game? Oh, and, and we'll, we'll finish up on this one. At any oh. other points? Mate, I just thought Karevi, we've been harsh on him last week or two. He's coming into his own. Yeah. God, he's always the first one there to slap asses off after a good oh, scrum. I love an ass slap. He's always first there after a scrum. That's huge, mate. You yeah. need an ass slap. Kurundrani's not running over to slap asses, is he? He looks big, Kurundrani. Yes, because he's not doing anything, mate. He's just sitting down, mate. He's sitting down. He's in the gym. He doesn't have to do anything. Come on. 
Sorry, he's not a bench player though, Kurandrani. I was just about to say. He's a settler. Because as you said last week, and to add extra to that, he only plays one position. So no KT minutes. (laughs) No, kit minutes are no good. Uh, oh dear on, a, on another note I think um, I, I like Foley I know he gets a lot of flack he doesn't have the long kicking game I really like him I think he's class <clears throat> probably not a 12 though I no he's not I'll but, stick with him for the rest of the season but yeah. probably probably a 10 or a 15 yeah my, my, my final point would be this I'd love to know your points about the fact to was that Dane Hannah Petty's not last game, but with obviously other players coming back yeah, now Spate getting fit yeah, you that... thought that didn't you and he played well he, he did, did but like Really? I want to see him play well against a good side. But that's the problem. He's had the opportunity. England, New Zealand, even South Africa, he hasn't. That's the problem. Look, he played well against one... He's not a wingman. I think we're expecting something he's not capable of. Even more reason to say that you bring Henry Spate back in. I think had they been using Halepetti as their field kicker, Mm-hmm. If he was the guy clearing off all our exit strategies, mm. well, he's got a place. Mm. But they're not. No. They're using him as a traditional winger. Mm. He played really well last night. Yeah, but cut a great line off I, Cooper I, again. I'd so. rather Spate get the yeah. ball there or old mate from the storm when he comes over. I know that's premature, but just that, that lightning pace. Yeah. When you look at 100%. our 15, there's no one quick. No, no, completely. So that's yeah. what I was going to say. Is that the last time you see him in a Wallaby? I don't think so. I think he's empty strikes. Yeah, so I think he's an attempt, but I, I reckon... It's harsh to say, but a year from now, he's not the Wallaby. Yeah. And Hodge, if he moves in field, he's not either. No. Like, we need two finishes out. Yeah. yeah. Mm. There's no way. Check's definitely put it in the ledger of his notepad that Halen Petty question mark. There's something there. Really. <laughs> <laughs> well, he played very well, though. I know. He played very well. But the pace, well. mate. When they're introducing the team, they're like, then the pace at the back. Where's the pace? There's no pace, man. <laughs> Flail's quick, but he's not um he's not, he's not rapid. Quick. No, 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 he's got a great step on and him, but he's not, he's not someone who's gonna run away from yeah. you at times yeah. at a good, yeah. at a high level what, anyway. What, what is Drew Mitchell doing, man? He was there last night just in a he's bag. Dating Delta. He's dating what Delta. What does he do? He just goes there for shits and giggles. Yes, mate. That's what he's, he's doing. Having the time he's getting paid a squid, chumbling yeah. around Australia on he's some chatting. sabbatical from Toulon. He's chatting to Kurandrani right there. Just wondering <laughs> what he's doing. <laughs> Trying to get him over to Europe, probably. Look, and fair called dropping Mitchell from the bench. I love the bloke. He's the funniest fellow in the world. He's a, God, he's a good winger. And we probably never saw him at his peak because he got injured once or twice. But, and he might even be better than Spade. But space your future, Mitchell isn't. Mm. And if it's just a bench spot, you've got to start picking every spot. Yeah, absolutely. I don't understand why Drew Mitchell's in the squad right yeah. now. But really. space got that Kurandrani form as well right now. He's got well, we just have to see him from the sevens and everything, so we'll have mm. to see him. Like, mm. We need some minutes. Yeah, so. All right, well, let's jump. <laughs> SM. Yeah. So SM. <laughs> New Zealand, South Africa. Now, uh, you know, the first 10, I was like, man, this could go, this could be a 70 niller. But then they, they held on. The old box. I'm going to throw it out there straight away. Okay. Well, they didn't hold on. No, 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 no. no. I, I just want to get to it straight away. <laughs> Yankees. 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 What? What? Are we all call him a different version, and I'm sorry if I'm being rude, but I'm going to go with Yankees. It's Yankees or something. And I'm going to go with Yankees. Why is he still playing ten? He's no good. And the thing is, he is good. He's just not good at that He's level. He's fantastic. And the super second player. Mornay came on. He put three guys through a hole, and every kick he made was pinpoint. Every up and under was contestable. They played the way South Africa need to play. Yeah. Um, especially, especially to win against New Zealand, you can't play the yeah. game. You're not going to beat them at their own game. I know, but it's like, if you're young as well, and you're already struggling to, to put it together, you don't really want to drop the ball in like, like, 
uh, as well after your team's just scored and put yourself under pressure. He does pressure. make a few errors, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, to their credit, I'm just going to get his name. We had someone on Twitter, and I think it was, um, it was an interesting point of view. Let me get his name so I can give him credit. Just yeah, by all means, mate. Get his name. Scrolling. Give him the credit he needs. Daniel Gallen, Bocky's fan, said um, to them, Bocky fans stands regression. Mm-hmm. Especially off the bench. See, I, I, I get that in, re- in regards to regression, but we asked the question last week, and I'd love to know his actual response to this. It's like, it is such a huge game. Like, yes, it's a regression, but there's a higher chance of you winning. So which is more important? Yeah, I agree. And I think... Maybe you take the risk at the start of the season, but it's failed time after time. They're missing kicks at goals. Mm. Up and unders aren't landing. He's got to go, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I would say yes, because also, do you know what? Yes, it's all about looking for the future, and we've all been through those stages where you're building and you want to trust your, the, the new people coming in. But it's got to a point where you're destroying Yanchi's confidence right now, I think, also, because he's, done, yeah. he's not actually playing that well. He's and getting he's it so, a little bit worse each week. His yeah. Instagram's getting quieter, too. Less hats, less yeah. shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he reminds me of Mayweather, the way yeah. he carries on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I just feel like he's going to continue to get worse because he's going to start trying too hard because he wants to impress and he wants to. He can defend that. He can, but there's no. Yeah, they ran at him all night. And to and his credit, he miss. was there. Doesn't yeah. miss that like. But yeah. like, that's got to be what the, a tactic for them. They're just going to rattle this dude by running at yeah. him. And yeah. apart from that, I mean, I'm, I'm probably interrupting your point, but mm. New Zealand had South Africa all worked out. Yeah. Mate, in, then you go back to where you came from and they're over every time. Dan Coles, mate, did he get off the wing the whole game? Can I just say, Dan Coles was just... How much of a freak is he, by the He's way? so good. But they use him so well. Oh, they do. And he pl- and when you play against a team like South Africa, as in the form that they're in the moment, because they're not playing great, he can play so loose as you're right. He's out on the wing, he's linking passes. He's like, he's so destructive. Yeah. So destructive. Quick. Yeah. While we're um, talking to halves of South Africa, I think uh, De Klerk... Also, got to be in his last rights, yeah. isn't he? They're a package yeah. deal. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, Mufu got to nine. Yeah, completely, because he is a nine. Yeah, yeah. he was. He, he has played He's electric, nine, good, good, good kicking Well, game. dude, it can't get any worse for me. Yeah, De I mean, rubbish at the moment. I mean, sorry, faff. 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 Fuff. Fuff. But the thing is, is though, South Africa lose to Australia in South Africa, you're at the bottom. That mm. is the bottom. Mm. They are expected to win this game. All the pressure's on them. Mm. Now that he's going to make a huge choice whether to stick with the losing formula that is what he's running. I mean, he changed his centres up. Maybe that was him going like, yeah, man, woo, we're going to change it up here. Mm. But they were just equally as ineffective. Completely. Or just maybe that was a result of not having enough ball. Uh, look, I like Creel heaps better than Mapu. Yeah, and, and we suppose we've got to have this... De Jong looks good. Yeah. dangerous. Not getting... Oh, yeah. Overall, Al- Delande as well. Yeah, completely. Yeah. But you've got to have a, maybe a sense of realism to say that they are playing New Zealand, so therefore... In New Zealand. In New Zealand so therefore, even with their best team for a very long time, they may still have lost. But it's still the way that they lose and it's the, the way... last five games they lost by less than seven against New Zealand the last mm. five times they've played each other they've lost by less than seven mm. so this is the only time they've let the floodgates open mm. yeah. which is the worrying yeah. sign Completely. and the stat that popped up during the game is South Africa has the high out of every other international team the highest winning percentage in New Zealand which is a shocking 35% <laughs> <laughs> and look you're probably bored if you heard me say this last week so I'll be quick <clears throat> The model to beat Australia is England's model. Mm. Up and unders, kick the corners, pressure on the set piece. We're so beatable. Just pressure us. Mm. And we've got a lot of frantic guys. Um, and that's the way that... And they have the personnel to play that game. Mm. Uh, if they go, Yanchi's, yeah, or however you say his name, and fuff. 
And those sorts of guys, they're going to play into our hands. They're mm. going to play us like we play them, and mm. we're a little better at it. Mm. I'd love to let you know um, if the, the guy or someone else, because if they, if they had free reign, if they were the coach right now of that South African team, who would they actually pick? Yeah, interesting to know. Who they're not not based on who's around the world because I know they've got some amazing players who they're not picking because obviously they've left to go and play in Europe etc. But who would they? And just be interested to see whether there is much of a difference. Yeah, that does interest me. But too. the thing is though, it's not just the personnel of South Africa. It's yeah, it's the, the coaching. Game, yeah, they don't even look like they have a plan. Nah. Um, can I eat some humble pie though? I thought Hermano was incredible. Mm. I shouted him last week. Yeah, which uh, we were shocked about, by the way. Yeah. I'm still in shock by uh, that. He was, he was fantastic. Had one of his best games back. Mm. I still can't make heads or tails how Combrick's not on a wing. No, I it has know. to be an injury, doesn't it? It doesn't make any sense otherwise. Well, you being in a nine on the wing, who guards ineffective there? But congratulations yeah. to Habana who notched up. He's now the second highest try scorer in international rugby mm. behind some Japanese yeah. dude. Yeah. Who scored lots of tries against probably second tier nations? Yeah, for tier one and stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And how bad Tucson? Oh, yeah, shocking game. Well, Get I... Willie LaRue, man. Yeah, Get man. on the plane. Yeah. But well, if we, that goes back to what you were saying earlier. If yeah. international duties call, Willie LaRue should be up there. But he wasn't. He, was, he, he wasn't called. He made a point. The, the coach made a point of saying, I'm not picking LaRue and I'm not picking Peterson. Go pick him, man. Yeah, pick him, man. <laughs> that, was, that was at the beginning of the year, and I remember us having this conversation around this table going, what the hell is going on? And yeah. it was kind of like we're giving him a rest. No, mate, you've dropped him. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, William Alberts, they brought him back. Beast. Yeah. He needs some more minutes. His WAs. <laughs> the WAP minutes. <laughs> I'd forgotten all about Alberts until he ran off the bench. Mm. I forgot he existed. Yeah. Can we just say their second row is legit the best in the world? Oh. Steph Detroit, he's fucking, he's a machine. Yeah. I, I and that's Yeah, I know Jagger was their player of the year last year, and I know he's injured, that's why, but the fact they've got three of them. I'm yeah. going to, I'm yeah. going to, David Mustard, Mustard holds his own, doesn't yeah. he? I'm going to counter it with with, the, with, with with Cruz, Atoje, Launchbury, etc. But the, I don't think though. I think Atoje's as good as any of them. Yeah, but I don't yeah, think yeah. you've got two that are as good. Uh, yeah, I, I will say yes. They're very good, but South Africa do have the best secondary. Yeah, yeah without a shadow. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Strauss shaky though. Yeah, it is. And even when uh, when Strauss Strauss went off, uh, I know the statistics say do, doesn't back up this point because they still won it. But their lineup all suddenly didn't get yeah, as Marks, effective. Marks looked awful, didn't he? Yeah, and, and even though they won it. It was not one as they were wanted to, and it came a bit scratchy. So yeah, it's it's be interesting to see who actually plays when Strauss retires at the end of the year. You think it's going to be Marks? Good play for the Lions, though. Yeah, you feel absolutely. like he's just with those second rowers. Yeah. Get it right. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. And no, Marks is quality. They're banging on about him all year, and he's had a great season. Yeah. What did we um, What did we think about? The, the New Zealand uh, bench and how it works itself out. And I know it's a strange question, but I thought it was interesting that this week they had Sopawanga come on. And when he comes on, everyone seems to have to move. Cruden was injured, though. Yeah, he was, but it just seems like when you play, when you put him on, everyone seems to have to move. So Barrett went to fullback, someone else went out to wing. It's, it, do you think that's... I think... Yeah, I get your point, which I never liked that stuff as a yeah. coach, but Barrett's so adept at fullback. Yeah. Ben Smith's so adept at the wing, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and Sopo is that good anyway, mm. and the same move would have to happen for Cruden. Yeah, true. So I don't. Yeah. Yeah, no. To tell you what, the one thing, and, and I'll eat a bit of humble pie too. I think Crotty was really good. His hands were awful, but he ran some great lines. Crotty's defences. That's, that's his thing, though. Straight lines mm. are his thing. Mm. Uh, hand, hands were no good. No. Um, but I think uh, Feki Atoa is the one guy in that New Zealand side who legitimately is not clinical. He's, no. a, he's at least a mistake a half. 
Yeah, where there are other players don't make that. Yeah. He's devastating, mm. but he's a mistake at half. Yeah. Mm. Um, he'll drop a ball, do a shit kick. He'll do something that you'd expect from a wallaby, not an all black. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, or in fairness, yeah. an, an English player. I'll, I'll, I'll jump <laughs> on that as well. Yeah, but the thing is, and I know probably someone's going to scream at this and say that the fact that, well, you know, you talk about uh, Crotty as being, you know, he does all the basic things right. But from that 13, he does give you, yes, he gives you one mistake, but he gets over the gay line. He makes his tackles. He is just a defensive freak, really. And there's no one else knocking. No, him that's down. the thing. So you stick with him and yeah. he lines him out. Mm. Yeah, I'm not saying he gets dropped or anything, no. but I'm saying he's the only guy making mistakes. Mm. Do you actually think, because Leonard Brown came on, he didn't come on long enough to make a massive difference, but do you think he is, they, they've played him twice, he's the youngster, do you think he is the long-term 12? Interesting. It's still know. still to be proven. Because you'd think SBW, when, but it's a bad injury he's got. Yeah, that's... And he's not a young man. No. Um, who knows? Remains to be seen. Yeah. And I, I still think, and I know you guys always shit on him whenever I bring his name up, but I think that eye is the pick. He's still the pick 12 for me. Mm. Well, apparently, according to someone, he doesn't even get in the Wallaby team. I seem to remember no, having this conversation. Yeah. No, he's still my pick. Based on his super rugby form, he must have broken his back or something. Man. I don't know where he is. He must be out for the longest time. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, he is a quality player, definitely. But it just depends whether you're going for the long-term future or not. I don't, I don't really know. I'm interested to know, when Naholo and Milner Scudder are back, Milner Scudder back of the year last year, Naholo... Milner Scudder was... Incredible. It'd be see, interesting to see if he comes back with no confidence, though. Oh, he'll be a freak now, mate. That's the best feat I've ever seen. Yeah. And Naholo, what do you do with the back three? How do you possibly deal with Dag, Savia, Ben Smith, Naholo, and Milner Scudder? Quite simply. Who misses out? Quite simply, and I know this is going to be controversial. Whatever you say is controversial. Yeah. yeah. Dag misses out. Dag and Naholo, oh, I reckon. Nonsense. Dag, Dag misses freak. out. Why? If you're looking at purely as a winger, yeah. Purely as a winger, who would you, and you're defending out there as a winger, and you're looking at him as a guy who does all the things a winger should do, you're surely picking Milner Scudder. And Dad gives you those kicking options. You have Ben Smith. You, ben well. Smith plays every position, covers that back three. He could do it all on his own. Ben Smith can do pretty much everything. So I'd, I'd say Dag misses out. What a plushy taxes. Yeah, plus your taxes. Plus your taxes. I still, <laughs> need, still need to contact him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't done one either. I know. But I, if, you, if you think you're, you're back three, yes, okay. Now, Holo, the only thing you're talking about him is, yes, he t he's turning circle and his kicking game's not great, but as a strike strike runner and a finisher, he's in your team. Milner Scudder can play 15 as well, and he's got a he's got a good all-round game from there. So for me, it has to be then Milner Scudder, Smith, and then the Holo. No Savia either. Oh. That's insane. Mm. That's madness. You could have, have a winger who can kick. I don't know, man. I couldn't come on. I reckon you've got to have a winger who can kick. You do. Milner Scudder can kick. But Dag's better at him than kicking. Yeah, and Dag isn't that much shy of him on attack either. Ooh, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. We're, we're arguing a hypothetical 200 players. Yeah, okay. <laughs> very <laughs> jealous about their team. Very, very jealous. Um, I tell you, I, I, no, I just wanted to bring up, because um, I mentioned how good he was last week, but Aaron Smith, man, did he not? He was he was exceptional. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I said last week he didn't have his best game, and when this this week he was just outstanding. It, it, yeah, just, just, just that offload in the tackle. That offload in the tackle. <laughs> just the long ball, the accuracy of those long balls. What do we, um, uh, just switch it away from Aaron Smith for a second, but we all, I, I said I had, not concerns, because he is a freak, but Arnie Sava, who likes playing loose, likes ball carry. Obviously, Sam Kane didn't play. What did we actually think of his performance? Because like, obviously, they had a lot of front football in the second half, so that helped him get over the game line, etc. But as a as a key seven, did he actually play well enough to to nail, his, uh, nail the flag to the mask, as we should say? 
I would have thought that, but then the way Matt Todd came on, I was like, nah, there's the value of your textbook seven. Mm. Just a bit more tighter. I don't know, so he's a freak. I'm a, I'm a big fan. He's heaps looser than either of the other options. Mm. So yeah. it just is a tactical thing. What kind of game do you want to play against the opposition you're playing? Mm. That's I, what I, I think it will come down to. I think they'll probably go back to their traditional seven. Yeah, you know? and you need those ass minutes later on. <laughs> yeah, big ass minutes. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, well, no real surprises in this this round. And, um, can I also just say about that game as well? Um, last week, someone who shall remain nameless, Blake, said that Nigel Owens was as bad as Angus Gardner as a referee. Did you watch how poorly Gardner refereed yesterday? Yeah, it wasn't great, wasn't it? We shit on refs a lot here, man. Yeah, no, I know. That's the nature defend, of refs. I'm trying to defend Nigel Owens to say that he is a much better referee than Gardner. Oh, yeah, yeah I'd, say he's a, I'd say he's a better ref. No, I'd just say he's loose at the breakdown. Okay. Which is really interesting when you watch rugby because he's loose and then Wayne Barnes a week later for Australia was ruthless. Mm. It's really hard to change a oh. game. Yeah. Like it's a strange sport where it's like one week you got Glenn Jackson, mm. then the next week you got Wayne Barnes. Mm. Or you and then you got the Point or whatever his name is. Yeah, Yako Point. Who's a nut at the scrum. Like it's it's mm. really they're weird that they're all a little mm. bit different. Mm. And you interpretation absolutely. Did you guys notice Steve Moore's kind of shut up a bit? So yeah, I like less that. present. Yeah, and I like that. Some words said. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Should we look towards the next round, which is yeah. two weeks away, given yeah, next week is we, the rest we week? Probably won't podcast next week because it's a week off. Yeah. So we'll throw our predictions out early. Um, so who wants to start us off? South Africa v Oz in in Loftus Versfeld, Africa's. As the neutral, as the as the yeah, you go first. as the neutral here, no, I'd I'd love to sit here and say that I'm confidently and I obviously reside here now to say that Australia are going to win. I'd love to sit here confidently and say that. However, I can't. Okay, I'd love to fact to say that Australia are going to are going to win, and I'm going to say that they are going to win. Okay, but uh, so you be, said they're going to win. <laughs> they're going to win. Confused. But it'll be close. I reckon it will be within seven. Um, but I just don't think that they'll... I think New, um, South Africa are up that game, being at home. They'll put uh, Australia under pressure. South Africa haven't won a game for a while. Australia have won two in a row, bit of confidence. So me, Australia by between, yeah, within a score. Jim? I'm going to go South Africa within a score. That's quick, man. No last, week, for last week you got shat on, so I thought, <laughs> fuck it. South Africa within a score. For me, it comes down to the team South Africa pick. If they go to the old guard and they play a conservative game, I think they beat us. I think the pressure's too strong there. But they pick these guys that they're sticking with at the moment. Faf and the Yankees uh, and Hoosen and Hugard on the wing. I think we win. I think we're, we're a bit too explosive and we score a try. And Yeah, you, I'd say around that five or six, seven mark within a score. Um, mm-hmm. But if they change, if they pick Mornay... If they change the nine, I don't up. think they're going to pick more name, man. Um, they mix it up. I would go South Africa, but I'm going to go Australia if the teams stay relatively the same. I think we're too we're too across the board out of form to pull off a great victory. So it's going to be gritty, whatever it is. Word, and when it comes great. to the line, because of the state of South African rugby right now, would it be classified as being a great victory? Beating South Africa in South Africa yeah, is a great victory. It's always is, I think. Yeah, okay. Like, so it's it's fan, the same for England, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, you yeah. You always take a win in South Africa. Yeah, but, but just did the current... Completely. We haven't, no, we haven't done it that often. Yeah. So, yeah. But I just wondered, there's a state of, of South African rugby right now... and oh, it's shocking, yeah. And whether, whether it would still be considered great or whether it would still be, you know, or whether it would be just a really good performance. I don't know. 
just a question. Yeah, I'll pay it as great, just great. because it's very hard to win in Africa. Even um, you lose the Super Rugby, it's very hard to win in Africa. Oh, yeah, no. You'll take very, a, very a bonus point loss yeah. as a Super Rugby team in South Africa. They've got to be losing patience with their coach, man. Don't you reckon? They're pretty cutthroat over there. He won't last the end of the year if they mm. keep going with this form. We it's, beat them there. There's going to be some yeah. changes. It's not helped by uh, Crazy Man Ackerman doing so well with the Lions as yeah. well. And, yeah. You know, they, they, they didn't choose him. Those eyes, fucking man. terrifying, man. Those yeah. eyes. Yeah, those eyes, man. <laughs> Get that 100-yard stare. Yeah, no. So if uh, so, the Wallabies beat uh, uh, South Africa in South Africa, they finish second in the championship. Yeah. Okay, so therefore, they're, um, would it be perceived as a successful campaign? Exactly. It must be hard, and I'm going back on a point, it must be hard being Yankees and Fuff and all the likes of them to be trained all year to back their instincts that tell them to just go it. Mm. And then reserve that and try and make it just like mm. play territory, play field, and they're just stuck in this limbo. Mm. That's what it kind of looks like to me. And it makes sense, but it's a bit too obvious yeah. to kind of ring true. Who knows? But I think that's what they're fucking up on. So picking Mornay Stain is going to fix that, apes. Yeah. I don't think they will. Uh, on your point, is it a successful season for the Wallabies? No. Because you can't erase the 3 0 lost England, mm-hmm. which. You've tried. So no, we times. try here all yeah. the time. <laughs> um, so it's not a successful season. The rugby championship, I'd say, is a success. There's no shame in losing to New Zealand twice. Granted, mm. one of them was an ass kicking. Um, the one in Australia. Look, they both were. Um, I was about to say. That's but the one in Australia is inexcusable, but you'd take it. Only if you beat South Africa twice, Argentina twice, you'd take it as a, as a good rugby championship, I think. <laughs> Especially nine debutants. Mm. And those guys looking to pick. Reese yeah. Hodge and mm. um, Adam Coleman yeah. and Karevi. Um, you'd take it as a win. I just don't think it's a good season because of the, the, the early mid-season. But I don't think we knew who we were then. No. Definitely not. You love that phrase, I do. I do love that phrase. Argentina, New Zealand. In Argentina. Estadio Jose Armal Patani. I made that up. I mean, that's what it's called. That's actually right. It's right there. Um, I'm going to go New Zealand just because it's New Zealand. Yeah. New Zealand by a lot, Matt. Yeah. 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 Full house. There's nothing to be said. They might even pick some debutants like Mackenzie and... Like they might take some risks, mm. and it'd be close the, the for. Sign up. Yeah, and it'd be it'd be close for like I don't know, fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'll dig in for fifteen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, New Zealand by a lot. Yeah, absolutely. New Zealand by a lot. All right, awesome. Well, thanks for listening to us this week. We'll catch you in two weeks. Please do engage with us on social media and whatever Before else. Before we uh, no, finish up, can I just ask just ask your opinion on one thing? Um, the it's obviously quite a few years away yet, but the new rugby year was obviously put out this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we? Uh, what do you guys think about after a World Cup year not having any uh, any, any spring tours? What do we think about that? So well, the the, the, the hiccup from that it was pretty clear that Sansa said there's no way that's going to happen because their revenue is so dependent upon those three tests, mm. those tours. So if that's what's at stake, there's no way they're going to let that happen. What'll suck though is if these teams start sending shit teams. As it was circa 2000 and probably... Yeah, I'm fine with shit teams. We need some wins. And, and it'll improve, <laughs> our, improve, our, rankings. Really hurt, improve our rankings. And it'll <laughs> suit us in the World Cup pool selection. Yeah, okay. So, Northern Hemisphere's to lose. Interesting, because um, I don't think it is Northern Hemisphere to lose, really, because it gives it allows them to give a rest. You know, if you think Mike Brown played for over a year, continuous rugby. Well, do, so. they got to sort that shit out internally. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I agree, but I also love the fact that we came over here and, and had a three-test series, and I love in two years' time when we'll go to New Zealand, uh, sorry, South Africa, and, and I love that, love that contest. So it'd be a shame if it does is lost. Mm. Mm. I like the idea, though, 
Yeah. The international season. It's an international sport. The yeah. idea of that club championship. Yeah. They reckon the that cool they lose stuff. viewers post it. You know, the competition comes to a climax, international, and then no one really gets back on board for the finals. That's yeah. what they were saying. Yeah. For the Super Rugby, that is. Yeah, I think it's ugly where it is in the Super Rugby season too. Mm, doesn't help, does it? No. no. Even when we came back with less fire. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. There's something to be said there. Oh. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah, as uh, Jim said, engage with us on the Green and Gold site. We read all your comments. Um, we'll try and reply to them. Engage with us on Twitter. We're at the Rugby Podcast on Twitter. Um, yeah, send us emails. Whatever you want to do, abuse us, say you like us, whatever you got. Awesome. Thanks awesome. a lot, team. Thanks. I'll catch up. Bye.